until 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, I'd like to tell you, welcome to Monday as we start off a brand new week. Don't even gaslight me. It's not, you're not going to gaslight me today. It's not Monday. <laughs> Where in Rima? It's, it's, it's Friday. Another, it's another Monday morning. It's in, Friday. In the beautiful Alamo City. And we've got a, radio, we got a radio program for you. A program. we got a week full Friday coming up. program. So uh, we're starting here on Monday morning with no. the sunshine. <laughs> I ain't that out of it. No, no. <laughs> Come on, man. It's a Monday. Uh, uh, anyway, that's the beauty of having a holiday in the middle of the week, oh, isn't man, it? Oh, man, in the gray. What a short little week, man. So I've, we're been just on, gonna... I've been on holiday mood, uh, the holiday mode, the, the entire stinking week, man. Yeah, me too. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to do a really good half hour, and then J- Jimmy's going to play the rest of this until yeah, 11. Just loop that, James, until 11. This whole half we're hour, gonna... just keep playing it over and over again until 11. we got stuff to do, so we're, we're important people. People. We have important business to handle today. Like I got a poo. What? I got a poo. You got a poo? Yeah. No, yes. Did I'm, you just say that on the air? Well, I'm going to be in the poo. Oh, pool. Oh my yeah. God, dude. Yes, the poo. I thought you said you, you're going to poo. No, I I'm said. Like, well, that's what I said. I'm, I'm going to be in the poo. I very often plan my day around such things. You know, with you my, know, my you condition. Know you yes, know, your poo, the I, poo. I'll be in the poo. Pool-la. That's exactly Pool-la. right. I will be in the poo after I ride Betty. I'm gonna ride Betty to the poo. I Betty's your motorcycle. I'm I may just take trying Betty to keep... into the poo. Because <laughs> if you're just tuning in, you've never heard the show before. <laughs> Trey's going to take a poo and then ride Betty. <laughs> no, I'm going to ride Betty first and then jump into poo. Well, that's probably a better, <laughs> better way to go about it. Jeez, it is Friday. Well, you know, we got serious stuff to talk about today. Well, so I, it's almost like it, let's get the uh, yeah, have some fun this at the very is, front end. That's here. right. Let's just have a little, let's yeah. just have a little fun. Well, where do you want to? What, what serious do you want? Do you want uh, uh, Sound of Freedom, or do you want <laughs> yeah. the moving the the traveling cocaine show? Um, <laughs> Which would you prefer? Hey, watch it, pal. I don't want you violating the Hatch Act uh, on this show, okay? I know you're not a politician Lord. or a government. Uh, do you want yeah. the, the Black National Anthem of slavery? Let's, slavery start, na- let's start with the Black National Anthem. You, you want to start with the Slavery National Anthem, Yes. Well, let me lay this out real quick. Jill Scott is the singer. I didn't know who she was. Never heard of her. Right. Uh, but she's worth between 12 and $20 million. So she's a rich, successful American. And made that money singing songs into a microphone. Right. Not having to do anything other than that yeah. in America. Okay. So all we understand that she had to do, she didn't lay any roof tile. She didn't pour any concrete. She did. She wasn't didn't, working on the railroads. She wasn't throwing tracks. any hash on a table, you right. know, saying, here, what do you want? You know, right. would you like fries with that? She didn't do that. She sang. Oh, yeah. And not very well. <laughs> I, yeah, I was kind of taken aback by how crummy she sings. No, uh, let's, let's be real. She sucks. And so <laughs> let's go ahead and roll the Slavery National Anthem at the es- Essence Festival. Rock on. Uh, Can we shoot for a key here? Holy crap, she sucks. (laughs) Roseanne Barr sings it better. 
She said colored child. Colored child. My teeth. No, it gets better. I Hang can't on. feel my cheeks. <laughs> it gets better. Just hold on. Man. Hold on. Save me. <laughs> oh, God. Come okay. On, God. All right. So <laughs> let's, just, over, let's, let's get into this a little bit. First oh, of all, God. she's flat. She sucks, and man. And second of all, she doesn't know the tune. And third of all, she is horrible at singing, uh, if that's what that, she does. I mean, she's rich because yeah. she's, she's she a rich and famous singer. Yeah. yeah. And Ugh. and of course the folks at the Black Essence Fest they were like oh this oh, is a standing out I bet I can't feel my cheeks the uh, safest most opportunity rich place on planet Earth for Black people is the United States of America yeah right? okay because she sings so horribly uh, it's even hard to kind of pick up on what the lyrics were but it was. Uh, with black children are 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 you know oppressed and well, here uh, they are. land of the slave. We have the lyrics. Yeah. I got them here, but I'm. Oh, well, say can you see the blood in the streets yeah. that this place doesn't smile on you, colored child? Yeah, whose blood built this land with sweat in their hands. Mm. But you'll die in this place, your memory erase. Oh, say does this truth hold any weight? This is not the land of the free, but the home of the slaves. Right. Yeah. Okay. My initial take, okay, I, I suggest that if you picked up some average black person in the Deep South who grew up under the Jim Crow era uh, system, okay, who probably actually did have relatives who were former slaves, and you picked up that not an activist, not a politician, you know, just some person living their life in the Deep South, poor as crap, and living under that system, and you put them in a time machine. And he transported him to this moment and that rendition of the national anthem. And he sort of caught him up to speed. Maybe showed him some videos of the first black president being elected twice. We have two black people now in the Supreme Court. The vice president is a black female. Uh, we have uh, the CEOs of major corporations who are black African-Americans, uh, women, men. Uh, and you also conversely showed them some of the rioting with the BLM. Uh, folks, you know, back in that uh, fateful George Floyd uh, summer, and he caught him up to speed on where America is right now, they would think you're out of your freaking mind. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they would look at all this and say, what, what systemic rate? What, it's as bad as what I went through? Do you know who Thomas Sowell is? Yes. Thomas Sowell is one of the greatest thinkers. He's up there with, with uh, Albert Einstein. Absolutely. He's the political Albert Einstein. He happens to be black. Yeah. You won't hear him on CNN or anywhere like the MSNBC. They refuse to talk to him because he's a conservative black man. You can't have a conservative black man well, on no, there, right? they got to so, stay on the plantation politically. That's exactly right. So I talked to, or I've talked to Thomas Sowell many times on the 
show, but saw him uh, on a video this week. Um, slavery in America, and slavery, all slavery is bad. Oh, we're, yeah. We're, we're going to talk about other slavery, and, and there's no excuse for it. It was never good, and it's not good right now, and it's continuing right now. But the slavery in America, according to Thomas Sowell, black man who knows this stuff, was a blip on the radar screen when you consider slavery in the entire expanse of the of, of the world. It's always been going on. Yeah. Uh, up to and, that point, it had existed practically in every nation on Earth. It has. That's yeah. correct. And uh, the largest segment of any ethnic group that has ever been enslaved for the longest period of time were white people. Mm. White people in slavery in North Africa, of all places. Right. So... It's not even true that the United States was the worst nation on planet Earth in terms of slavery. And even when you talk black slavery, it wasn't the United States that had the worst track record in terms of numbers and cruelty and length of time enslaving black people. It was black people in Africa. (laughs) These are inconvenient truths. Uh, It's also true that we have more active slavery going on now than we ever have in the uh, experience of the human race. I mean, now there's more active slavery going on. And, uh, you know, what it is, in my opinion, is the Democrats, the left in this country, have a real dicey history with slavery and Jim Crow. And I think a lot of this stuff is about erasing that. So you need a greater racism to exist now that you can fight against so people will forget that it was Southern uh, Democrat mayors and police chiefs and prosecutors and DAs who were the folks that were the architects of Jim Crow and segregation. Same thing with slavery. They, they, we fought a war against largely a Democrat uh, force of people that didn't want to give up slavery. That's right. And they got to get rid of that, man. And that, This is how you do it. Well, last week when the affirmative action thing happened a week ago, a week right. ago today, I said Democrats haven't been this angry since the Republicans freed their <laughs> freed their slaves. Well, that's it. That's, that's exactly which is true. it. I mean, it's all and a bunch of bull crap. It is a bunch of bull crap. Joe Biden uh, is has been friends throughout the years with the Grand Poobahs of the Ku Klux Klan. You with know, a Robert Byrd's uh, wedding, he right. was considered him his mentor. Strom Thurmond, all those people. Strom Thurmond. Very, very close with all those guys. And uh, so, yeah, you know, they, they truly are the party of, of slavery in this country. She's even more than that. She is a Marxist, and the Marxists have to tear down the country, have to destroy the country in order to rebuild it in something. They have to destroy the history right. and all that to rebuild it with something that they sure. want in place. And that's what they're doing. She's also an overpriced so, jackass. Well, she is that, too. <laughs> Horrible singer. So She's getting paid way too much, man. I'm glad we got that out of Ooh, the way at the beginning here. Back in a minute, more Warren Rima coming up. I want to tell you about Amogee Bank and how they can help your family in any number of ways. They are your family bank. Uh, I started with Amogee bank years ago uh, more than a decade ago almost 15 16 years ago probably uh, nancy and i had our mortgage uh, refied with them and they were brilliant they helped us they were clear helped us understand everything that was going on we realized they had our best interests at heart so we started doing more and more and increasing our business with with amogee bank and every single time they have they've led the way they have been brilliant in helping our family and when it comes to family businesses 
they are the family business bank for all of Texas. They have more than 80 branch locations around, but you can also do all that online. They're happy to meet with you. They'll come to you if, you, if you're starting your family business and you want to sit down with a real business uh, banker who understands family business. You turn to Amogee. They've got the business advice for your family, but, of course, they've got the money, too. More than $12 billion in assets. They're firm and solid, strong, and ready to help your family grow your family business to all the success that you want it to be at Amogee Bank. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Going to be sunny and hot all weekend. Right now it's 77 at KTSA. Good morning. Got a new trouble spot on Red. KTSA.com. All right. It's a 723 with Ware and Rima. Let's just uh, cut number five, Jimmy. Uh, lighten the load a little bit, okay? We we go back to that essence thing oh, before no. you do okay. your segment. But we go back to the right. essence thing because <laughs> Cameler was there. <laughs> this is hilarious, man. Cameler was asked. Oh. <laughs> the the moderator said uh, to, to Cameler, we're in this room. Okay. Oh. We're in this room. And we need you to talk to us because we're in his room. I, I don't know, we, man. Double shot of the anthem and now Kamala. I and, might need a couple of minutes and off. And when you talk to us about about culture, <laughs> tell me what's going on in culture, Kamala. Go ahead. Well, I think culture is it, it is a reflection of our moment and our time, mm. right? And 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 present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. Mm. And and we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment. That is a reflection of joy. Because, you know, it comes in the morning. Joy comes <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> we Good have one, to Kamala. find ways to also express the way we feel about the moment in terms of oh, just having language and, and, and a connection to how people yeah. are experiencing life. And the I moment. think about yeah. it in that way, too. Now, look. We know. If, if we you, know. If you are looking for a little oxygen and air, it's between her ears. That's where it is. You know, if, if she just stopped with her opening statement, it was not a bad, you know, the opening salvo was culture is a reflection of the moment we're in, which is absolutely true. Uh-huh. But she couldn't just leave it no, there. She, she had to, then she just descended into pure gibberish, which is what she always and, does. And, and that nervous laugh that she and, does. Yeah, the, and, <laughs> that's when she fills the sucking vacuum of yeah. her lack of intellect. Yeah, the you know, culture I, of joy, <laughs> because joy comes in the morning, and right? What the hell does that mean? She talking about room service. Well, what does she mean? That, that's you know that's a scriptural thing. So she's trying to be a Southern Baptist. It preacher. comes in the morning. Yes. What jo- comes in the morning? Joy. joy. That's when she hits her vape pen. Yeah, that's the right. The Bidens are doing coke. This girl's right. doing herb. That's yeah. when she's waking and baking. That's right. First thing that's in the morning. What, that's right. Did a little it's toke. the most important toke of the day. As she's driving in, or maybe she's doing a hit as she walks I, by the cubbies. Here's what it is, and I've said this. I heard Robin say this yesterday, too, okay? She's gotten through because woke idiots don't call her out on the fact that she doesn't make any sense at all. Well, of course not. They've just nodded their heads. Oh, it's brilliant, man. She actually believes she's freaking brilliant. Yes, she does. And she's really not. She's just sort of not. We all know how she got where she is. (laughs) Besides being a black woman. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, yeah, she checks some boxes there. Right, right. But she also checks some other things. (laughs) (laughs) I'll check you. Like the room key? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't know that there was even a According to the stories, there wasn't even a room key at all. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Oh, so, so, you know, she's an, she's an idiot, and she uh, does a lot on a daily basis to make sure you don't forget she's an idiot. But here's you know? the thing. She's a one heartbeat away. And you know she's what? She's going to be the next that president. One, yes. Dude. And that one heartbeat is very fragile at the moment. She's going to be the next 
president of the United States. Oh, I know and, and they're going to shuffle Biden off. Mm-hmm. It's going to be her. You know why? Because they can control a moron. Of course. And th- well, if, well, that's what they're doing with him. Yes. Right? They're both very controllable, controlled by Barack and Susan Rice. Mm. And uh, what they're going to do is get Joe in there for two more years if he makes it. If he, he makes make it, it I don't know. I, no I, way. I doubt it very seriously. But if he makes it, they're going to do two years of him and then... Ten years of her is what they're hoping. Uh, well, <laughs> one week of her will be the end of this country. <laughs> well, that's why we yeah. have we have to make sure that number one that there is an election next year because there's talk now that there may not even be an election because wow. we may be in World War Three. Sure, Zelensky is saying that he plans on canceling his election. How's that democracy for you? Yeah, there you go. That guy's uh, a shining banner of freedom. Been isn't he? talking about canceling his election next year so that he can continue to fight uh, the Ruskies and that the United States may have to cancel ours for the very same reason sure. if we're involved Why in World not? War III. Because, you not? know, we're, Russia's still shooting our drones now. Yeah. We're about to shoot back at Russia. And now we're sending cluster <sighs> bombs to blow up Russia. Dude, we don't have time for these pesky elections, okay? We're, 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 we're fighting for democracy That's here. Right. We're sure. trying to make sure democracy is alive and well on planet Earth. <laughs> and also, we're that. filling up our offshore bank accounts with uh-huh. a lot of Ukrainian money. So, you know, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Why not exactly World right. War Three? Why I, not? That's right. <laughs> Quick news break. More Warren Ryman coming up on KTSA. So, at Frontier Burger right now, you can get Trey's Fave. Oh, just wheeling there right now for a Friday. Great way to have a Friday at the office, by the way, because you can grab several of these for five fifty and run them on into the office with all your friends and feed your friends and family at the office with Frontier Burger Trey's Fave. Now, what is that? That's a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit and hash browns, just five fifty. If you prefer, you can get the bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit and hash browns for just five fifty as well. Now, these are San Antonio's own Pioneer biscuits made fresh every single morning. Real eggs, savory sausage, or bacon made right there. If you prefer breakfast tacos, okay. You bet. They've got breakfast tacos. The tortillas are made fresh daily at La Fonda right next door. Serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner, real pit over a hot bed of coals. I promise you, you'll smell it when you pull into the parking lot, even before then. 410 and Broadway is where you're going to find them. I've been eating there my entire life, 60 years, and you're going to love Frontier Burgers. Whether you have it for breakfast this morning and Trey's fave, lunch or dinner later on this weekend, you'll love it at Frontier Burger, Loop 410 and Broadway. Hi, I'm Holly Hermes. And I'm Mike Hermes. <laughs> I knew that I would not Because I took a bump of cocaine. <laughs> I feel good. I feel good. I feel nice. My head scratches. <laughs> and my bitch. gums are numb. <laughs> my gums Jeez. are numb. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, how do I know that? I don't, uh, I don't I have no idea. I've seen people the have told me. Yeah. I've seen the movies. Yeah. It's the rolling cocaine show at the White House, oh. ladies and gentlemen. So um, when the story broke on uh, Sunday night, it was in the family library. But you right. know, when you got a son who's a coke addict, you can't have it in the family library. Which uh, then it moved over to a place where everybody, everybody on planet Earth has been in there. Everybody on planet Earth has been right here in right. this uh, cubby hole of the White House, <laughs> and so that's where it was because yeah, everybody did it. Homeless uh, people wander through there exact, all the time. All man. the time, they ride horses through yes. there. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's a, oh, no, can't do that because we have to blame, you know, a staffer. So now we'll put it in a very secure area right next to the situation room 
right. think we know what the situation was in that room. <laughs> and we know what they're doing. It was getting high. They setting up a <laughs> uh, setting up a staffer. You know, uh, they're but, se- right? They're setting somebody up. Sure, they yes, are. Yes, we said this all along. They're yeah. going to tie somebody to a stake. Absolutely. For this. And, uh, and and now they're saying, and Don Morgan's been reporting this morning that we may not have a resolution to this. We may the case is going to close first part of next week, but we may not. So here's here's the deal. First of all, they may not have a resolution. That's unacceptable because could have been rice and could have been anthrax. We talked about that. You know, it could have been anybody. As a matter of fact, may not be a low-level staffer. Um, I don't know if Joe or Hunter or Jill or anybody else may be puffing away, uh, snorting away. I, I have no idea. I really don't know. Um, but what we do know is two things. First of all, we're going to hear first part of next week when they close this whole thing. You know, you remember that Epstein guy when the cameras went out and the guys were asleep? You remember that? Yeah, yeah. it went away. Same thing happened. Well, right? you, the guy, whoever they finger for this is going to go away somehow. Yeah, you know what I mean? But but they won't have the video. No. It's going to be the Epstein deal. Right, the camera, t- the camera di- it got Epstein disease. The camera got Epstein disease, and the camera turned itself off. That will be one of the things that we're going to hear. The other thing, I can, I can almost, almost take it to the bank. In fact, Jimmy, go ahead and place your bet that this weekend something's going to happen that's going to take the attention of the world away from that. Probably. And Monday it'll be gone. Yeah. I mean, th- this is standard stuff. Yeah. I mean, hey, hey, do we know who the leaker was uh, for the Roe v. Wade uh, opinion? No. Nope. So that kind of went away. That's right. So this, they'll try to make this go away. I mean, but the, the absurdity of it, man, watching it, first off, they got to bring in, uh, you know, somebody else to handle this one other than uh, uh, the black lesbian. So White House Deputy, Pre- Deputy Press Secretary Andrew Bates yesterday claimed that he can't speak about this because he might violate the Hatch Act. <laughs> the Hatch Act, which, as we all know from, you know, Julian, uh, you, if you're an official you know, elected official or appointed official, you you can't engage in any kind of political talk uh, during the commission of your responsibilities. Has absolutely nothing to do with a bag of coke being at the White House. Uh-uh. Nope. Nothing. There's no leg- legality to it. I mean, it's absurdist. Well, so and, but but then again, everything they've said about this has been absurd. His, in fact, the, the guy you just cited, we'll play the the audio from him. His first answer to whether or not. He and the White House would be transparent uh, in the answer to this. His first answer was, I'm not going to engage in hypotheticals. So whether or not they're going to be transparent, according to this guy, this spokesperson, uh, is a hypothetical. (laughs) And then he was asked specifically, can you unequivocally say, will you unequivocally say it wasn't Hunter's and and it's not Joe's? It wasn't, right. Correct. Here's the sound. One more, uh, you know, President, uh, former President Trump has made some pretty wild posts uh, recently on social media. Uh, one of them was that uh, the cocaine found in the White House was had belonged to either the president or his son. Are you willing to say that that's not the case that they don't belong to them? I, I don't have uh, a response to that because we have to be careful about the hatch act. <laughs> okay, uh, just stop it there, Jimmy, on, because oh, the rest geez. of it's bullcrap. But, you know, uh, <laughs> when when you will not say, hell no, it's not Hunter's, and absolutely not, it's not Joe's. He didn't say that. He said, I don't have a response to that. Right, and and Biden's only response thus far has been, oh, come on, man, or something like that, or his cheesy S-eaten grin, you yeah, know, he's yeah. just laughing it off, like, oh, you're just making that up. 
It's a bag of cocaine in the West Wing, man. It's a bag of cocaine in the West Wing. This has never happened before, <laughs> you know, and you're right. This could have been rice and could have been anthrax, could have been all manner of things. But you know what? Even if it's just a bag of Coke, there was a bag of Coke at the White House. And the only people who more than likely brought that in were either Hunter or somebody bringing it to him. Nobody else would be that stupid. So, you know, it's it's. The, 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 the listening to them try to spin this as no big either no big deal or one of you little people brought it in on a tour or it's a well trap I mean it's just the, the bull crap is getting so high and so stanky in this country it, it just it gets nause physically nauseating after a while I, I gotta turn it I've got more like you where I turn it off I, I can't even I have just enough respect for myself and my own intellect yeah. to not sit and listen to this crap, man. Yeah. There was a, a former Secret Service guy who used to walk the first families through that particular section because they park their cars in the back. Right. And they come in. There's two entrances to where they're talking about. They come in through that entrance. They walk right past the cubby holes. Those guys, of course, Secret Service, they don't go through the magnetometers and all that because they're carrying really big guns that they'll use to kill <laughs> right, people, right? right. Um, and this guy, this McDonald guy who used to do that, he used to be the head of the security right there, he said there is no way you get cocaine in there unless you're a family member because everything is checked. You go through a number of checks beginning off property. Yeah. They don't even start checking you on property. It's off property down the road when they start checking you. Right. Then you go through a, a system of checks. There's no way that somebody off the street on a tour or whatever gets cocaine in the White House. That's only family who is brought into that entrance. They don't go through security. So then you got Joe, you got Hunter, you've got Jill, all the people that I just named who are family. And by the way, I was asking the question yesterday, you know, the Secret Service, would they fall on their sword for Hunter, because this is their integrity, this is their job, they're, right? They're going to have to offer up one of their own, and whether they're willing to do that That's or right. not, I don't know. The only person I can think of that they would fall on their sword for if it was his is the guy they'd take a bullet for. Who, the president? Uh-huh. So he, but I get maybe, I don't know. Because what you're doing at that point is you're willingly impugning the validity of what you do as a as a as a secret service officer, you're, you're impugning right. the integrity of the entire agency. And that's been my and those point. guys now. You know the FBI are corrupt. DOJ is rotten uh, with uh, with po- with politics that's and right. bias and and uh, secret plans. That's right. The secret service guys, no, not at all. They take what they do very seriously. Well, that's that's why they would be willing to take a bullet, right? This this is their life. That's a on different the line. kind of bullet, though. To take. Well, you know? no. But what I'm saying is that Merrick Garland doesn't have to worry about getting shot. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. These guys lay their life on the line. Would they take a bullet in the, in the political sense by falling on their sword to cover for Hunter? Probably not. I hope right? not. Probably not. Would they do it for the president if it's his? See, that, I, I hope not. See, that, that's, the, that's the name that has been left out of this. Is it possible? Well, of course it is. Anything is possible. It, it, it's possible. It's his. But it does. you know what? It doesn't really matter. It's right. got to be a family member. It, that's got to be. It's got to be so, one of them. Who, who can it be? So if it's not his, it doesn't really matter. He tacitly is okay with it because Hunter brought it in. And he, and, or whoever. Right. Whoever. Allegedly. Right. 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 Could have been it. Could have, could have been any, you know. But it's pretty much got to be one of them. It's Well, that's what these guys tell yeah. me. I don't know, but that's what these guys say. Yeah. And people that I know that are up there, 
that's what they're saying over and over again to me privately too is that hey yeah man you go through so much security to try to get in the other way even if you're on a tour you're not going to walk in on a tour no. with it. it you're going to be you will it will be discovered before you ever step yes. out, uh, you know onto the grounds it will be discovered <laughs> So it's got to be somebody who has the pass to be able to come in uh, without going through the normal security channels, and that happens to be the family. <laughs> it's, it's pathetic. So, man. you know, it's got to be Hunter, but, you know, it, why discount any of the others? Well, why? I'm not. Yeah. You know, again, I know you're not. I'm it, just saying we it, should. It's, it's just how can they embarrass us any more than they have up to this point well don't say hold my beer well you're right you know, <laughs> give them time hold hold my bud light sean <laughs> i'm just you know i mean you're right hey let me do something really messed up where do you see the sex room we installed in the lincoln bedroom hold, hold my bud hold, light you know hold my bud light you know at some point hunter will just go trans you know or, or joe I'm just, I, the, what's weird and surreal is I just, I don't get shocked anymore. You know, it just, I, nothing is shocking. And it should be. It should be really, really shocking there's a bag of Coke in the White House. Well, here's the problem. We're now Friday, correct? Yeah. It was discovered on Sunday. Right. Has the president said one word? All he's done is laugh. Has he said one word? Nope. Has he said, hell no, it's not mine, and I want to find out how it got here? Has you, he said that? No. You'd think he'd be front and center going, hey, yeah. I'm outraged by yeah, this. I can't right. believe this happened. That's this right. is never. I'm going to find out uh, what happened. Uh, whoever brought it in here, you're out. You, I'm going to can your butt, and yeah. I'm going to prosecute you to the uh, fullest extent of the law. This is not going to stand in my White House. It's not going to happen around here, and I don't care if it is my son. You're out. You're Isn't done. That, didn't Biden campaign on the idea that if he found anybody in his administration Administration who was engaged in racism or or some other kind of bad behavior, he was going to fire a man. Yes, I think he did make because he was going to return decency to the White House, mm -hmm. and he made a big show about that. He did make a big show, remember? But mm -hmm. now, yeah, he's got topless trannies hopping around with their boobs all over the place. He's got coke showing up in the Situation Room. <laughs> well, I, I went through that yesterday. I went through that yesterday where you got the the the, the girl, the guy with the fake boobs taking oh, his top God. off, where the kids are. Yes, kids are running around. Then he's got coke in place, and now he will not claim his seventh grandchild. Now, what was the whole deal about decency? Yeah, where's the, when's Where the, decency? the decency supposed to show up? All right, quick break. More wearing rhyme at KTSA. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. Stereo. <laughs> Funky Friday. Jimmy Castor group, a little troglodyte. Go back to when we used to walk around with clubs and our knuckles drug on the ground. That's what this is all about. Yeah. 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 Here we go. Dance. Damn. Dance. 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 You know who he's singing about. No, I do not. Big Bertha Butt and the Butt Sisters. Big Bertha Butt and the Butt Sisters. I think I dated her in college. All right, so it's uh, other than being Monday, what day is it? It. Oh, stop. <laughs> it's, I almost got I'm you. not on the morphine anymore, man. I almost got it's, you. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> the 7th of July. It's chocolate day. I love chocolate. I know you do. Oh, I love chocolate. Yeah. I love chocolate What's your peanut butter. I like peanut butter uh, Reese's cups. I like chocolate ice cream. I like chocolate milkshakes. Mm hmm. 
I like putting chocolate syrup on my ice cream. Mm -hmm. I just like chocolate. You put chocolate near me, I will eat the chocolate. Now, do you eat a lot of chocolate? I, I mean, don't eat a lot of chocolate. Okay, no. so how I often? How often would you say you eat? chocolate? Oh, I don't know. It yeah. depends on what it is. Yeah. Uh, if I, I I like ice cream, so yeah. I, I get me some chocolate ice cream on a regular basis. Best chocolate that I've that I that I can think of that's mass produced. Now you can get some pretty specialty chocolates like Linder balls. Oh, those are good. Uh, those yeah. are real good. I, I get like those from my wife all the stuff time. Stuff like that's really good. Of course, you like uh, white chocolate. Uh, of course, got racist. <laughs> it's racist chocolate. <laughs> so no, I like uh, you know I like the big giant Hershey bars. Oh, do you? Yeah. With, with the almonds. I can't do almonds. I know you can't, but I, I can, and I love them, man. I you eat the almonds they, for me. They, they, yeah, they don't cut me up like you. I got, <laughs> so I got, Chuck, I got steel pipes. He's got steel pipes, okay? <laughs> I got steel pipes. I got steel spaghetti pipes. for innards. <laughs> it's, what is this, uh, National Dive Bar Day. When I was going to bars, those were my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> dive, <laughs> dive bar. What is a dive bar? Tell Archie. crummy little local it, place. Inform Archie. Crummy little, not crummy, I mean, you know, it's kind of usually the local tavern. Okay. On the edge of town, the one the decent people don't go to. That's oh, where I go. So it's I go to the bar on the edge of town. Small and <laughs> small and smoky. Small and smoky. A lot of chronic alcoholism going on there. Okay. And you see the same people every time you go. Yeah. Low light, you know. The that's guy, that's what I used to love. The guy that is in his white press shirt that sells cars and he's got a lot of Aquanet in his hair. You don't go the, to the dive bar. I actually, you know, you'd appreciate this. I actually hung out in a lot of biker bars over the years. Is that right? Yeah, you know, biker bars are really interesting because what I because I when I was hanging out in the biker bars mm. in the late eighties, I was a shabbly drinking poet, you know, and uh, and I'd straw. The thing about bike, if you roll into a biker bar and you're just who you are. Mm -hmm. And you don't pretend to be anything else. Right. You could sit there and drink a glass of cheap Chablis with a bunch of bikers. Right. And they won't look cross-eyed at you. If now, you go into a biker bar and you try to act like a something you're not or be fakey or try to be a tough guy, they'll kick your ass. <laughs> so, um, now, you don't drink anymore. No, I don't. But have you been to biker bars around here? No. No. I, no. Not around here? No. Why? I'm just curious. <laughs> no, I no, I, I maybe, my, maybe we my, ran into each my other. My biker bar days were over <laughs> by the time I got here. I haven't even been to a strip club in this town. I, I I've been to a couple. I went to a couple in Austin when I was single. Yeah. But uh, I no. I, I my wife and I used to go to a we Steely Nevadas. We go to mm -hmm. which was kind of the local bar where a lot of her high school friends would go. And uh, uh, but beyond that, now my bar hopping days are are pretty much over. There was a place around the corner up here, a little bitty place called Netta's Tap Room. Mm -hmm. My dad used to drag me in there when I was a kid. Netta's what is it? Tap Room. Tap room. Got a tap room. It's right up here on Fairdale. Right. He dragged me in there when I was a kid. But other than that, you know, there were years and years and years. Nancy and I really hardly ever went out. We didn't right. hardly go out at all, right. and much less anywhere. But I've been, I've been to a couple of biker bars just because I've been with a group of guys running around, and that's right. where they roll into. Again, they're they're it, it, as long as you're just who you are, yeah. you know, and you're not a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, biker bars are great, yeah. man. Yeah, I yeah. tell you what, I've never felt safer in my life than when I'm hanging out in a biker bar with a bunch of guys that are cool with me. You know, it's <laughs> you know, especially if you like me in the old days, I go every day, right? So yeah. you'd see the same dudes every day. Sure. And ain't nobody going to mess with you there. Uh -uh. <laughs> Again, unless yeah. you're a jerk. Right. Don't be a jerk. Uh, let's see. Uh, tell the truth day. They're lying. Uh, let's see what else. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see? I saw a report about millennials yeah. uh, the I other day. About it you talked about it yeah. that 
Like a, a majority of them lie on a daily basis. The, the number one segment of society that lies is millennials. Millennials, because it's about their fame and money. They want fame wow. and money because of the internet, and so they lie. They go on. Here's right. my life. You know, they all use filters when they take a selfie. Right. And they show food that is not real. You know. <laughs> and they talk about how great they are and how much money they have and so on. Wow. Yeah. I used to lie a lot, but then I discovered that telling the truth is so much more fun. And, e- and easier. <laughs> well, it's easier. Yeah, well, sometimes. Maybe it's, sometimes it's not. It's easier. It is uh, It is a lot more fun. Yeah. And finally, it's National Unassisted Home Birth Week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal, man. That is a big deal. I don't get it. I don't yeah, it's a big deal. I don't know why anybody would want to do that. Now, we did, we did the whole Lamaze thing. Oh, right, right. Yeah, we did and that. And I yeah. actually, I went into the LDR with Nancy, and on both of our kids, well, the first, when Justin was born, I just, the doctor handed me the, the snips and told me to cut his umbilical right. cord. But when Rebecca was born, I got to turn the shoulders and wow. do the umbilical cord in the whole nine yards, man. Well, uh, my thing. ex ended up having a C-section, which meant me doing all the Lamaze stuff seemed kind of silly. <laughs> breathe, baby, breathe. <laughs> I'm on, I'm almost unconscious. I'm just going to pull it out. So anyway, you know, I did go through it, but You're it wasn't funny. necessary at the end of it. You know, I I did enjoy that aspect of it though. Did you? Well, there's Nancy some mindful breathing much, but... involved. I bet not. <laughs> she didn't enjoy it all. That you know, much. this is why why dudes want to <laughs> give birth is mystifying to me, man. Yeah, or ridiculous. even pretend to give birth, now, man. Now, Apparently, it really hurts. Yeah. And, well, <laughs> he he's out of favor now. But Bill Cosby used to say, "You take your bottom lip and stretch it back over your head to the back of your neck, and that's what it feels right. like." Right. <laughs> why dudes want to bring that, that into the their lives? The back, right. All the way back over behind yeah. your neck and you'll see what it feels like squeezing another human being <laughs> under your body is probably not the most pleasant of things beautiful uh, yeah. beautiful but damn it hurts <sighs> just like life yeah <laughs> yes it does <laughs> that's a good one all right back in just a minute more wearing rhyme with ktsa wisdom is a big big subject in the bible it's friday yes it is i, I got you see? right that time yes friday <clears throat> um this is not going to be like a happy laugh laugh fun segment as far as I'm concerned uh, because right. I want to talk about Sound of Freedom. Sure. Nancy and I went and saw it yesterday. And I'm uh, just telling anybody who hasn't saw it yet, the people who have seen it, they know. But if you haven't seen it yet, um, then just prepare yourself because it's dark. Right. You know. And the way I wrote it down here to myself is it's a movie that had to be made and that must be seen. Um, I have contacts and friends even that are in the business of law enforcement in this world Mm -hmm. and it's real right it's a real thing that's going on we're talking about the slavery it's about a hundred and fifty billion dollar a year industry in the united states alone the sexual trafficking of children sexual trafficking of children there's about 385,000 or so children it might be even more than that that are in slavery as you and i sit here Mm. Let me say that again. 385,000 children in slavery as we sit here at this very moment. We had that sheriff. I had that sheriff on uh, yeah, Boyd, that, Sheriff that, Boyd. Boyd, yeah, yeah. that was yeah. eye-opening. Yeah, who told me, he said, you know, when they come across the border and they end up in places like Houston, because San Antonio is a hub and, and so is Houston, but then a place like Houston, 
they're told, um, look, you're here now, and you, you your price is not 20000 Now it's 40000 They have no way of paying it. So now you're going to work for me until you work the additional 20000 or 10000 off or whatever. Or they just disappear. We had a couple people call this morning that are very familiar with it in Laredo. We boom into Laredo like a local radio station. Mm-hmm. A couple people called from down there and said, you know, one of them is a, a, a dentist, a dental hygienist, and she has to go down there and help children who have had their teeth knocked out so that they could do what they do for these guys, right? Just the, the, the unbelievable horror of this. So back to the movie for a minute. Jim Caviezel is an unbelievable actor. Oh, yes, he, by all standards, yes, he is. Just unbelievable. It's a story of Tim Ballard who worked for, and I'm not going to expose too much of the story here because I want people to see it. But um, he worked for the Department of Homeland Security. And he recovered a young boy um, who had been taken into slavery. And the young boy and his sister had been taken together, and they were separated by the, the, the people in the industry. And he had not recovered the young girl. So he set about recovering her. Well... The Homeland Security folks said, you know, you spent enough money on this. You just need to come home for whatever reason. They right. Come home. Get, get on the next plane and come home. Well, he had followed this girl to Columbia trying to find her. So that's all I'm going to say about that part because it's you, you got to see the movie to understand what happens. So he had quit. He quit his job when they told him, get back here. Right. Tim Ballard quit and made this a personal mission to start finding these kids. And he basically set up an underground railroad, if you will of going in and finding these these children. And it's uh, heartbreaking. Uh, it's gut-wrenching, everything that you can say about that. Um, it's very dangerous what they're doing because they're going up against the most evil people on planet Earth. Right. These people will kill you just for looking the wrong way at them, and that's, that's shown in this movie very graphically. Uh, you, I, I, there's no way really, Sean, to prepare yourself when you go to see this movie, to prepare your heart and your mind for what mm. you're going to see when you know you're dealing with reality. Also, there's no way to deal with the fact that you, uh, this movie, as I've said before, was filmed, shot, done in 2018. Right. Disney had a chance at it. They shopped it to Disney and they turned their, they originally accepted it and then turned their backs on it when they realized everything that, that this was about. But Hollywood and the media have done nothing to help. In fact, they've done everything they can to stop this thing from being made and that's, being released. That's telling. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it's very t- when, when you start to understand what's going on and who is a part of mm. this, you start to realize, yeah, okay, a lot of the stuff that we see happen starts to make sense, i.e. the girl I told you about that I'd seen on video. She's in her 20s now, but she had been captured and had been, uh, you know, in the in the – sex uh, slavery part of it for over a decade she talked about the catacombs and stuff that are under amusement parks and under cities where kids you know okay honey go go to the restroom i'll see you in a minute and they never come back right they're captured and taken down those catacombs and boom they just disappear Uh, they're sold into the they're sold into the trade and uh, then once they're not useful anymore and there's several different aspects of it of course there's the sex slave side of it there's also the manufacturing of, say, cocaine and uh, heroin and stuff that we consume in the United States. These kids are making that stuff Mm. because it's cheap or free labor and or a combination of the two. They've got kids who are forced to, like, make cocaine, you know, and they're trampling on the Mm. coca leaves to get the stuff out of it. And then at night, 
they're the big hoss's wife and she's nine or ten or however old these these kids are it's 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 horrific um to realize this is happening to to children every day i personally know of people even here in san antonio that have have uh, have faced it and had it happen and it's it's horrific what what goes on um and the fact that jim caviezel is doing it I, all i can say about him other than being a tremendous a- actor He's an incredibly brave man because these people, he's got a big target on him for doing mm. this. He's uh, getting on media. Media does not want to discuss this, so he's having to right. go on talk shows and podcasts and stuff because ABC won't have him on and CBS won't have him on. All these others won't talk to him. Um, but I want to play for you just just so you can hear from him. Matthew 18 is very clear. These are the words of Jesus. When Jesus said in Matthew 18, if you do this to children, it'd be better for you if a millstone was tied around your right. neck and you were thrown in the deepest sea rather than meet God face-to-face. Because when you meet him, if you, after you do this to children, uh, it'd be better for you to be drowned with a millstone. So Jim Caviezel was on a satellite hookup to a church. Right. And there were 4,500 <laughs> 4, people in the sanctuary itself, and then about a half a million were viewing this. But this is the kind of thing he's having to do to get the word out. I will say this at the end of the movie. This is not the ending of the movie, but at the end of the movie, there's the credits roll, and and uh, it, it says there's going to be a special announcement here in a couple of minutes, and you wait for the special announcement, and it's him, and he, Caviezel, and he's talking about how we can help get the word out. Right. There's a QR code on the screen. He says, scan this, and if you can buy tickets for others who can't afford tickets, great. Thank you for doing that. If you can't afford the tickets, we're giving free tickets away. Mm-hmm. Theaters are packed across America with this. Here he is at the church, Jim Caviezel. Um, essentially, you have adrenaline in your body. I'll just simplify it. And and when you are scared, you produce adrenaline. Uh, if you're an athlete, you get in the fourth quarter, you have adrenaline that comes out of you. If a child knows he's going to die, uh, his body will uh, secrete this uh, adrenaline um, and they have a lot of terms that they use that he takes me through. But um, it's the worst horror I've ever seen, is screaming alone, even if I never, ever, ever, ever saw it. Uh, it it's, it's beyond, and these people that do it, um, there'll be no mercy for them. And the when I, at that point where I have tears coming out of my eyes, eyes because uh, my heart is so on fire i'm fearless you're fearless you're the best that you will ever be when god is in your heart like that and when it's burning you're fearless and you don't you don't you're no uh, you're not afraid of the devil you actually hunt him and any of them that hurt our little children in the film uh there's a line in there where he says um why are you doing this and i say to him as tim said because God's children are not for sale. They're not for sale. You can't do it anymore, Satan. And we're coming after you. And okay. I'm not afraid, and I ask you all not to be afraid either. Because they're worth saving. Okay, so you're not afraid of the devil. You actually hunt the devil. Right. I'm not afraid of you, Satan. I'm coming after you. And God's children are not for sale. This is pertinent to... The entire country, uh, it's a $175 billion a year industry, and the prime consumer of this is the United States. Right. 
And in San Antonio, because of the open border, <clears throat> we are a hub right here because of I-10 running east-west and 35 north-south. And so it is a uh, it's a major thing even for our area. So pray for Jim Caviezel. It, it, people remember him as Jesus and Passion of the Christ. Oh, that's, he's brilliant in that movie. I mean, and he's brilliant in everything else he's done. He's done some great the the Malick flick he did. Yeah, so he's, a, he's a great he's, he's a great actor. He really is. Uh, you know, I I'm going to be totally honest with you. I'm probably not going to see it. Uh, I am aware of what's going on with all the reading and the interviews we've done with radio work. And plus I also, with my fam- with my wife, we've known some families over the years who, you know, people, one of their family members, usually a young person, a kid just disappears. Uh, and then they get, uh, sometimes they get the call from the, about the ransom. Sometimes they don't, they just go away. Uh, I, I'm very protective right now of what I take in, and uh, I'm just, as a personal choice, I probably won't watch it. I'm just being totally honest with you. Uh, I think it's good that a lot of people are. I think uh, it is something that probably the general public are not aware of because we have a culture right now and an entertainment industry and, frankly, a political system that doesn't want you to know it's existing of its existence because we are the number one consumer of this. And you hear people, I get frustrated, people who can't shut up about slavery and need reparations for this and reparations for that. What about the people, the kids who are in slavery right now? <laughs> Do you give a crap about them? So I, I think it's great that this movie is out there. I'll probably watch it at some point. Uh, I actually talked to my wife about it. Like, well, you want to go sit? Should we go sit? And, uh, you know, again, she's experienced a, a lot of that through folks she's known. And I, I'm uh, aware of it. I, I, I just, I, I don't want to, I don't want to take it in right now. I just don't. Uh, you know, uh, honestly, I, I don't blame you at all because yeah. you see me right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't blame you at all because it has a, it has. A and I'm, I'm not, I'm not just a joke. I'm yeah. not turning away from the issue. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm very know. happy that this yeah. is going on no, as a public campaign. I don't uh, think anybody thinks you're turning away. from Right, it. You, right. You but I'm, I'm not going to watch it right yeah. now. No, it, it is very hard to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now it does have lighter, not, not light moments, but there are. It, it, it's happily, you know, there. There is a happily ever after. Right, so let right, me just good, say that, good, okay? Good. But uh, so the whole thing just doesn't drag you down and keep you, right. doesn't kick you in the stomach for the whole two right. hours. It's two hours, which I was very, you know, I looked at my watch when it started. It was 11.28, <laughs> and it was one twenty-eight when it ended. Well, so, some of the dumbest movies hours. go on for like three and a half. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. And I'm yeah. not, not going to give you three and a half hours of my time. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I I, it, I I will tell you this: when it started, when the movie started, it took everything I had to stay there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I really Starts was, off with a yeah, man, pretty was, shocking stuff. Yeah, I just wanted to get up and leave. And right. I'll tell you how it starts, you know, because I, I this is fair game. Uh, a, a dad takes the young boy who is his son and his daughter who's a little bit older than him. I'll just say ten and eight, ten and seven. Right. But I don't know. But I'll just, I'll just say that. Uh, the girl's 10 and the, and the boy's 7. Uh, he takes them to a class for them to learn something. And the instructor of the class is in on the the trafficking, and she tells and he doesn't know that, and she tells him you need to go ahead and go and come back at this appointed time and pick him up. When he went back, yeah, everybody was gone. And so, you know, that's the that's the tragedy of all this. You know, I a, a few years ago, when we first, because you and I have been talking about this for a number of years, years, now, years, uh, which I'm proud of. I'm glad we are. Yep, a lot of people aren't. Uh, I know. I my my daughter's grown grown ass adult now, and a couple of years ago, uh, we went to see a movie, went to see Elvis. 
Yeah. And I remember she, hey, Dad, I'll be right back. She got up and she left and to go to the bathroom or do something, and she didn't come back right away. Yeah, man. And I remember sitting there, and I think I just read about somebody in a parking lot at an HEB somewhere, one of the malls had been somebody had tried to pick him up. Right. And she didn't come back. And I, I, I right as I was getting to the point to where that thought was creepy, because they can just pick people up. Yeah, man. Just pick them up. We had a guy in our neighborhood just walking down the street, van yeah. pulls up, throws him in the van, disappears. Yeah. That's right. And I had that. They start- have scenes of that, by the way. I, I, yeah, I bet. Yeah. In the movie, they have scenes. And, of and it. I, I, it's, it can happen so fast. Yeah. And right at the point where I was going to get up and go look for her, she showed up and she had just <laughs> got yeah. some nachos. But the, but the, the thought, but the idea was there because sure. that's what I understand is that this happens. It, it can either happen through convolution or, or lies like this where they're right. setting you up. Right. Or they just grab you. Well, you know, our grandgirls are older, 18 and 16. And, you know, when we go somewhere, they don't go to the bathroom alone. Yeah. They go together. You know, right. tag team it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, my my daughter, I'll just tell you, uh, my daughter was a runaway on two or three occasions mm. and one time for two weeks. And mm. it's the most gruesome two weeks that I've ever been through in my life. I cannot sat, imagine. I sat in front of the front window of the house just looking down the street waiting to see her come and, mm. and walk up. It's uh, it it is excruciating for parents who go through this this kind of thing, and uh, like I say, I, I know some very well known people in town. I won't share the, the name of the story at the moment, but some well known people in town that almost had it happen to oh, yeah. their daughter, mm. and when they found their daughter, um, she was in a bathroom stall with a woman cutting her hair. She was, I think, five years old, and they were going God. to take her. The, this woman was going to take her out as a little boy, so nobody would know. And thank God the mama and then the dad, you don't want to cross this guy, the dad got the whole place shut down and they found her as the woman was cutting her hair to turn her into a little boy, God. to take her out of there. So that's the kind of thing that these animals, and that's what they are, they are evil animals. And I can tell you right now, they don't want Jim Caviezel out there telling this story. They do not want this to happen. I think a whole lot of people don't want this story well, out right. Well, why did Hollywood turn against that's it? Exactly why did right. this smaller Christian production company yeah. or, or distributor have right. to be the ones to put this out. And, and that's the point, is that some very rich and powerful people don't want this word out there, right? They don't want this. Very rich and powerful don't want this out there. So they could totally destroy your life and or take your life at a moment's notice, and, and Caviezel knows that. Oh. So one final thing, on and then we'll jump right. and run. Right. One final thing is that you can buy tickets for others who can't afford it. Right. And I believe it's angel.com, or you can just you know Google, how do I buy tickets for the movie for those who can't afford it? But again, the only thing I said was, it's a movie that has to be made, and must be seen. Yeah. So I, I think it's a good thing that this is out there. And this is I don't blame on. you at all for not going oh, right no, now because you know, of I'm what you've not, been through. You know, I kind of told, I struggle with it. I, I told Nancy yesterday, you know, I really need to go. I, right. I, I need to go. I don't want to, but I need to. And it took everything we had. It really, we yeah. had to muster everything. I mean, had. when Sheriff Boyd talked talk to us about the little girl, they or I got somebody, the report of the little girl that was found around the border and she had the genetics of, 47 guys in her body i mean the you, it's 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 beyond comprehension that you would use a child like that it, it and and plus the drug smuggling when they use the bodies of the kids yes. they have to shake the babies before they come over to make sure they're alive it's horrible i don't know what kind of monster you have to be to where that's your your gig that's what you do i don't get it but we live in a I, world i'm glad i don't get it back in a minute more where rhyme ktsa at Fisher Investments, our clients know. We- Instead of trying to go, you know, and not to go back to a dark place here, You're right. you know, I, I, I do want to lighten it up quite a bit. Uh, yeah. But I do want to, uh, I, I want to pick up on something you said about how 
these people that are harping on today about you know what happened in slavery in this country and you know all that kind of stuff and and they don't care one crap about this modern day slavery of 385,000 children nope they don't care nope um, and and can you imagine instead of screaming for reparations and they're trying to give every black person in California ten to twelve million dollars each, right? We're talking billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars that they're trying to give uh, people, black people in California, where there was never the slave trade, and the people who are alive right now never owned slaves, right? So right. reparations mean absolutely nothing. Can you imagine <clears throat> if they took those billions and billions and billions of dollars and they said we're going to find every child? Yeah, how many of those kids who are missing are black or Hispanic? We're going to find you them all. You think a few? We're going to find you know, them all. You know, I mean, if you really gave a crap about fighting slavery. We'll find every Instead of, of trying to, you know, con free money for yourself, this would be your cause. That's exactly this right. would be your crusade. You go out there and you fight slavery. That's right. we got billions and billions of dollars available. So what we're going to do is we're going to spend every penny of it to find every child until all the children come home. Now, I'm going to fight slavery by singing a jacked-up version of, right. the, uh, of the national anthem. Exactly That's right. how I'm going to do it. Exactly. Back in a minute, more Wear and Rhyme KTSA. If you're going to buy a UTV, there's no better UTV than the man. <laughs> I dig it. Come on. Come on. Don Morgan's getting worked up. Yeah, man. You doing all right over there? I think Don may be on funky Cole Medina. <laughs> Have you ever been on Cole Medina? Have you ever in your life had any funky Cole Medina? Oh, I thought that was a street over on the west side. <laughs> I thought it was like a drink mix, like Tang. Like, do you mix it into a drink or well, something? Well, so, you sort of do. <laughs> right? You so, it what is, is sort I don't of even know what it is. What exactly? My wife told me once because I'm not hip. I don't even know what it is. What is Funky Cold Medina? Go ahead, Don. Uh, no. No, explain it. <laughs> I don't know. I really ju- honestly don't know what it <laughs> because is. Because here's the thing. If I come off and sound like I know what I'm talking about, people, yeah. people will be like, that ah, dirty old man on yeah. the radio talking about. Slipping something in a drink so you get a little homa he homa 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 Something of the straight. You're, you we know celebrate what, Trey, a song, yeah. Drugging Women Bill in Their Cosby. Drinks. What? Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill, it's Bill Cosby. I'm a point for Elaine this you know, morning. That's, that's, that. two for, that's three points for Elaine. Three points for – and all the rest of us have zero. God, yeah, she blew it out of the water today. I, I'm yeah. so white, I had no idea what it means. I'm so, funky Bill Cosby. We need to record a song. Funky Bill Cosby. <laughs> the funky no, we Bill don't. Cosby. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, you know, we've hit some heavy stuff today. Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. You know, we we haven't hit the big story of the day. Don, see how you screwed up? You You forgot the big story of the day. Don Morgan has let this one slide by once again. And you're of the year. i got to jump in and rescue the day. Why couldn't have done without Rhyma's help? You are anchor of the year. The tall dude from the Spurs, his security guy, backhanded Britney Spears, and nobody's saying anything about it, man. Because he didn't backhand her. This was I don't a, care if he this did. was my first story. I know this was my first story of the day this morning when I started the show. Britney said, Spears. Who, who would have known that we would be starting off a Friday talking about Britney Spears? I again apparently like she came up on this guy and a security guy like tried to move her hand and he says her hand hit she hit herself with her hand. That's right. Doesn't that seem the more likely thing? Absolutely. <laughs> that she would accidentally strike herself. 
Britney Spears is bat stuff crazy. Yes, okay? she is. She She's is. nuts. And well, she, the dead giveaway was the security guard repeatedly saying, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yeah. yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? <laughs> exactly. Uh, My wife does that to me. Yeah. And so <laughs> she was, he was walking into a restaurant, and she grabbed the back of his jacket to try to take a selfie because, of course, she's not relevant anymore. And, you know, when you're a narcissist. She's only relevant when she's completely dysfunctional. Or naked. Or naked. And which she does all the time, too, frolicking Sometimes she's naked and dysfunctional. All the time. All the time. <laughs> and so, anyway, she uh, grabbed his jacket as he was walking into a restaurant, security guard. This is Webb and Yama we're talking about, the newest spur. She and reached ho- up and grabbed his That's yes, right. <laughs> on her tippy toes, grabbed yeah. his jacket, and the security guard shoved her hand away, and it hit herself in the head. Right. And now she, he slapped me. He hit me well, backhanded me. No, he didn't. He didn't do such a thing. He just shoved your hand away. Yeah. And the security guard went over and apologized to her. But that's not good enough for her because now she's got to call Thomas J. Henry or the Fours or something. Well, and, and, and then her husband tweets this obnoxious crap. I am opposed to violence in any form, yeah, especially well. without justification in the defense of yourself or someone else who is unable to to defend themselves right self-defense can be oh shut up man yeah just sit down and shut up man so she tried to grab the guy and her dude pushed her away she was over in she was done in the 90s right and she can't get over the fact that (laughs) she's done yes she was (laughs) and she yeah and she can't get over the fact that she was done well she was How many times Look, has that chick Don, been married? Don, all all I do is open the door. <laughs> it's a barn door. Hey, I throw I didn't it open. Mean sexually. Yes, you did. Well, okay. that's exactly what you mean. That's Friday. And uh, so anyway, she did, uh, she, she, whatever. That's, that's the end of that story. I, I, look, I, I said this morning, I wouldn't even have talked about this had it not been the, the newest spur and the hottest player in the NBA for years. It was like, who cares well, hey, what Britney Spears does? I don't really care. If you're going to smack anybody, smack her, dude. It's on all, yeah. it's, it's a headline of all, on all the papers. Well, you, made the, you made the news, buddy. Somebody ought to give him a medal. Well, I don't know if I give him a medal. I maybe a stepladder <laughs> for him for when he wants to, you know, backhand. Well, he didn't do it. He I, didn't I'm just do saying it. it's it's a it's a stupid story. It is. But you know, this is America in the year 2020. Every story is stupid. We live in stupid times. <laughs> I tell I told you off air. We live in a in the this is the era of the stupid. You know, and again, what's going to bring America to its knees? The Chai Coms, uh, you know, uh, Islamic terrorists, uh, no, uh, the cartels, stupid people. Stupid people will bring this country to its knees. Well, you've heard me say over and over again that that's what this is. We are just dumb. And, and the people who are running this country, they are the dumbest of all of them. They're dumb and corrupt, yeah, and, which yeah. is a double whammy. But before we go back down that dark road and start <laughs> getting a whack job on a Friday... Yeah, so, you know. So you're going to chill out this weekend? I, I am. That would be the goal. Yeah. Uh, I have some stuff in the Hill Country to do tomorrow, and then my buddy Randy is actually, he plays the Chuck Weimer Band. They've yeah. been on my show, mm-hmm. uh, made an appearance. They're going to be up in Bandera, so I'll uh, I'll talk about that later on my program. But we're going to go see my buddy Randy playing bass for the Chuck Weimer Band. I'm going to chill. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into poo. I'll ride yeah, ride Betty poo. home and jump into poo. <laughs> And uh, and then I I may because uh, Rick Rice is playing out at uh, uh, I almost said floors at uh, at Texas Pride tonight. Oh wow, wow! Very and then cool. on Sunday he's up at that Bracken Saloon place. You know he's the guy who came in and played for the 
Jimenez thing, oh, yeah, friend of yeah. mine. Very cool guy. And uh, he he's been he's been wanting me to come out and sing, and I just haven't been able to make the schedule work. I well, you know, as far as the weekend, let's just uh, have a, a cosmic moment here. I sure. have learned the value of doing absolutely nothing. Now, there's a difference between you know focused nothingness and just putting crap off to another day. <laughs> okay, I'm talking about embracing. The act of doing nothing at all except sitting on your heating pad uh, and watching Hallmark movies. Uh There is just a a spiritual cleansing that goes on there. So, uh, Trey, I'm going to try to do as little as possible this weekend, and I'm going to be good at it. I'm going to do it with pride and joy. You know, uh, hey, I love that. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. That's that's a good song. I love that song. Now i got that in my head. I'll be listening to that in a few minutes on a motorcycle. Embrace the nothing, man. The the, the pride and joy. Do nothing and be proud and joyful of it. You you were talking about spiritual cleansing. You know, I'm I'm doing a lot of that now. I'm I'm back to the Bible. Uh, Never got away from it. Never really got away from it. But I've been so immersed in the news and research research for our program. The program yeah, that, uh, you know, it, it, I need to start putting the Bible back to my forefront in my noggin. Right, right. And that's what I'm doing right now, doing much more of that, man. Yeah, I did a lot of reading over the past year, a lot of study, and I'm just in this place right now where I'm just all about just sort of being. So I'm, you know, it's weird. I mean, I've never, I, I'm not really reading a whole lot except for the show. I, I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm just kind of having fun just being in the world, you know, and that's where the whole embracing of doing nothing comes along. And uh, so I'm, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen. Taking this weekend. your weekend uh, hiatus off from the news. I I'm do sure. take a break from that yeah. much more than I ever have in my career. Well, that's good because it'll make you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff crazy. And and I, I can predict the news for this weekend. There's going to be something that's going to right. happen that's going to take our attention away. So they, they have to make the the traveling Coke show go away. I, yeah. And so they've got to come up with something that's going to do that, and they will. They'll have something happen. Where on Monday we we'll all be off on ABC will be on something else, nah, running in a different direction. I predict by the time we rejoin here on Monday morning that two things will happen. First off, they'll find somebody to blame for the coke, and secondly, you're right, something will happen that'll be the new shiny thing that we're all supposed to look at and right. forget about the bag of coke. Got to forget about the coke. Yeah, with it, we we said it here for the record. This will Monday we'll see what happens. Yeah. But beyond that, no, man, just it's summertime in San Antonio. Enjoy yourselves. Well, you <laughs> Do might something go, joyful. You might want to go float while there's still water in the river. <laughs> I like. Right? I went on a float for the first time uh, about that? a month ago. And uh, what are you I, doing I, in there? I had a little trouble getting out of the river. I'm, I'm talking to Sean. Yeah, what do you mean? What am I doing? Feet up on I'm doing the... my job. He's got his feet up. He's, he's chilling. Yeah. The hell tree <laughs> You were just Normally you're standing there, running, you're, you're running around the room, flailing your arms you around are like you're on fire. Today, he's got his feet up. It's Friday, man. <laughs> you know. But see, what people don't, let's take, take people behind the curtain here sure. for a second, okay? Because I'm stationary. I have standard headphones. I'm plugged in here. Yeah. You have a headset with a microphone That's attached right. to the headset. That's right. So you can be mobile. Uh-huh. And I can tell when you're having a good day because your ass is moving all over the <laughs> studio. 
Yeah. <laughs> you can tell. You are walking. Can you are in motion. I, I think he, he did that earlier this morning. I think he wore himself out. I, I probably did. did. Well, I tell you what wore me out was the last half hour on the on the Sound of Freedom stuff. That wore That's me out. heavy I'm, stuff. I'm done, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm fried meat right now. Right. But uh, can you tell on the radio when I'm marching around in here preaching? Because no. that's my preaching style. No, you I'm can't. Moving, oh, yes, you can. Jimmy can. <laughs> yes, you can. You? Yes. I can only shit tell you when you're having your, a breath, man. You're banging on the countertop. Yeah. <laughs> you're in a break. Br- you do. The <laughs> opening of the blinds, the breathing. Yes. Yep. You get heavy breathing when you preach. When we first started doing this gig, for the first few months, I'm, like, my lane. I'm like, he's going to break the board. At one. <laughs> it's going to snap. <laughs> That's why Sean, I, let me tell you something. That's why I call him Thumper. <laughs> You're like the Pete Townsend of radio, man. He just busted everything in the room. He's like John Lithgow and Footloose over there, banging on the. <laughs> Y'all, sh- you should have seen me when I used to jock. Man, I was. It, well, you can imagine. Did yeah. stuff get broken did you, on a regular stand, basis? Uh, did you yeah. stand up while you? Because yeah. I know. Wow. I, but I, I, had, I, I stood never up. did stand up. Uh, on, this, on this station, I had such huge ratings, right? Like f- 30s and 40 shares. Wow. Ratings, right? And I would break windows and stuff. And the boss would tell me, "I don't care. Keep breaking. If if you wow. keep making those kind of ratings, I don't care how many windows you break." So uh, I don't stand to do radio. I've never. I don't stand. I've never stood. <laughs> if I've had a stand up board a few times, I get me a big tall chair and I sit my ass down when I do radio. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the that's the contrast between the two of you. Because yeah. Rima, Rima barely moves like two feet either direction. <laughs> right. Well, if he doesn't get wore out, down. Yeah. If, if he I, moves back and forth, he gets wore out. Yeah, yeah I, I like gets heavy breathing over there. And Plus, all he's kind of clumsy. He'll yeah. fall. I like to sit. I like to sit my ass down and do radio. Right. I don't want to be standing. I don't want to be moving around. It's just hard for me not to no, not, not just, to move. It's your kung fu. It's your style of kung fu. It, it, it really but, yeah, is. but that's the thing now. Look at him now. All that's missing is like a lone star. You know, <laughs> sitting there with his how feet do you, up. How, how do you know that's What's missing? What's in that cup there, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got some tequila sunrise lone going? Lone star exactly. beer your and Bob. No, no, no. Of course not. I would never, I would never <laughs> no. do that. No. But I, 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 no, I just wore out after last half hour. Boy, that, that, was, emotion, that was emotional. People don't, and I'm not, you know, screaming, yelling, but people don't understand that when you're talking really about something very intense on the air, <sighs> when you're done... You don't want to talk about anything serious for a little while. Let me just bring that up real quick. Yeah. Real quick, we'll take a break. Um, when I first started in this business, I couldn't drive to work. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Yeah, I had right. to have transportation. Right. Right. So somebody had to come pick me up, and after the show, they would pick me up, and we'd be driving home, and I'd be totally silent, and they yeah. would be like, "Well, why aren't you saying anything? Are you mad? Are you no? I got wow. nothing left. Yeah. Talked out, man. I got nothing left. <laughs> and plus, the other side of this, I read a study one time." As human beings, we have a certain number of words a day, and then we're done, right? Right. Women have 20,000 words a day at their disposal to use. Men have 10. Yeah. 10,000. Right. Well, you know why, right? Why Why women say twice as much as men do? Why is that? Because they got to repeat themselves over and over and over again. They got to say it twice. That's right. They got to say it twice. That's true. That's true. All right, quick break. More where they say 20,000, but they're thinking 30. That's right. Exactly. Don't don't make me go to 100,000. You understand? Don't make me. It's it's three to one. Sean got a point for that. There you go. I don't tell you about River City Oral Surgery. Dr. Mark Capricorn, great guy, great practice over there river city oral surgery what they do is oral surgery and that's all they do is oral surgery that's why they're the best at oral surgery taking teeth out 
putting implants in, whatever it is you need, whether it's wisdom teeth you need removed for yourself or your kids. You see, that's the thing is that they, it, it doesn't matter the age of the patient at River City Oral Surgery, any age, any time, they're here to take care of you. Uh, they've got the, the greatest doctors and assistants at their disposal. Uh, they have the greatest equipment to help you feel comfortable and have a pain-free experience while you're there at River City Oral Surgery. But above all else, they have completely transparent policies, which means you know exactly what you're going to pay before you ever book your appointment. None of this guessing game trying to figure out how much of a bill the insurance company is going to send you. Nope, nope, nay, never. At River City Oral Surgery, it's all about you and taking care of you. RiverCityOMS.com. Are you struggling to beat the heat in your sweltering?